Hey guys, so in this video we are going to talk about how to create a villain, whether it be in your short story or your manuscript, and even if you have a villain in mind, how to kind of improve it or, you know, add some dynamic to that person, creature, whatever. So I'm not sure if you've ever seen the movie Split, but a friend and I were watching that movie and it's about someone with multi-personality disorder and the movie was on mute. If you've ever turned a scary movie on mute, you realize how much of that suspense and that buildup is the actual music and the soundtrack, not what is going on. So as a writer, you don't have any soundtrack that's scary, you know, while they read it in their bed. You're really having to portray this image or this atmosphere that makes the reader afraid. So my first suggestion is whatever movie you feel like kind of gives you inspiration as far as kind of a thriller or scary movie, just watch a couple scenes without the music. And with the visuals of the movie going on, realize what makes you nervous, what makes you feel that kind of eerie feeling. And then take note of what exactly makes those scenes feel scary to you. My second tip is to take note of things that make you feel that same scary, eerie feeling during the day or night in your day-to-day -day life. So examples of this would be any kind of certain sounds or you know, if it's dark in your room or someone breaking in, whatever you kind of freak out about during the day and night, actually take the time to say, okay, why am I really freaked out? Like what exactly do I think is going to happen that's making me nervous? Most people don't know this, but I actually, for my undergraduate degree, studied a lot of criminology, forensic psych, that was my major, that's what I did research in, everything like that. I went to this kind of workshop, it was like a serial killer seminar, sounds odd, right? But um, while we were in it, what was really interesting is we were learning the difference between these killers, these monsters, what have you, in movies versus in real life. And one of the distinctions made was in movies, a lot of times there is this giant backstory of why the person is the way they are. Um, think of like Fifty Shades of Grey, that's a very weird example, but how he kind of does all of these freaky things to Anastasia and the backstory is he was abused and you know, you kind of feel for him in a weird way because he has this traumatic story. Well, in movies, a lot of times there is this giant story about each of the monsters, each of the killers of their family backgrounds and not necessarily a great one. But a lot of times in real life, there is not this huge backstory on all of these criminals. You know, they're just wired differently. There was nothing that, you know, traumatic happened in their childhood. They just are. But it's really interesting because society really wants to believe that there has to be a reason. There has to be a reason I'm going to get to the bottom of this of why they are evil. But sometimes it just is. And that might be the scariest part of all. So it's just a good thing to note whether you take the backstory route or not. But I just learned that and it kind of stuck with me as far as every time I really dive into a book or a movie with that premise. 
The fourth tip I had for you is to read poetry. Um, even if you're not really into poetry, you can watch spoken word. Um, button poetry is great. If you just type in button poetry on YouTube, there's like a million of just amazing spoken word poets. But what you want to do is you want to identify what metaphors really stick with you as far as a thrilling way. A lot of times poetry is a little bit more deep and a little bit more dark. So if you are seeking inspiration or where to go, a lot of times that can help you as far as the metaphors they're saying to spark some ideas. Number five is kind of a weird one, but I just had to include it. I feel like when I go through old photos, they're really eerie. Like even if they're of, you know, my family and my great grandma, my great grandpa, for some reason, just the pictures just looking so Maybe it's because they're not in color, so I disassociate myself with it. But there's kind of a weird vibe when going through a bunch of old photos of people you know are no longer here and what their stories could be. And as freaky as that sounds, you know, if you can't find inspiration, that's something else you could do. But I really love tip number six. And tip number six is what I always do, and it is if I feel like I need my character more juicy or I need better ideas or anything sometimes instead of just taking a break as a writer I take way too long of a break nothing gets done no inspiration happens and then I come back and I feel like I didn't progress but something I always do is watch documentaries or interviews with criminals now if you don't know me or what I like to write about I do love to write about forensic psychology since that's what I studied you know all the kind of psychological thriller mind-bending stuff so I really like to watch real interviews of people online being either convicted or questioned um, the police side of things just full circle everybody involved and sometimes you can pick up on just one thing they say and it will give you an idea for a whole scene and you know just their just their demeanor um, I was watching one documentary on Netflix I think a couple days ago and it was saying how I fell asleep during it because my bedtime is like 9 p.m. for some reason but it was saying how this one guy was a killer but the weird thing about him was he loved a woman's voice something had happened with his mom where his mom was the only nurturing person in his life so he just had this weird fixation with a woman's voice. I have no idea what happened as far as what he did to other women or how that voice played into it because I fell asleep. But even just those little tidbits are enough to give me ideas saying, okay, you know, a fixation. That's really interesting. What kind of fixation, if any, does my character have? So it really gets you to kind of juice up the characters in your novel and I think make them really dynamic because the last thing you want is just like, the same old villain in every story. I think it goes such a long way when you have unique aspects about them. So if you have any really good tips that you like or you wanna share the favorite tip that I said, go ahead and put it in the comments below. I absolutely love learning from you guys. And if you wanna get notifications, as long with subscribe, make sure to hit the bell. And I will see you guys later.